Good morning, everyone. This is rule number two of rules of staying married, written by a happily married divorce lawyer. I'm here with my wife, Pesci. Hi. My name is Mendy White. I'm a divorce attorney in New York City. And today we're going to discuss rule number two. Rule number two is, is that People. People don't realize that the number one call of divorce I have deserved is not cheating or domestic violence. It's the fact that they can say they have no idea what their spouse's income is, or that the spouse controls his finances and that spouse doesn't know what the bank they use is named. A couple should have joint accounts and should share everything they do with money. Not because they need permission from their spouse, but to have a good communication with them. I think, um, I was going to say, when you said that, you know, not permission, it always reminds me of Anytime I'm thinking of buying something, I call you up and I'm like, what do you think of this? And it's not like I'm asking you for you to say, yes, dear, you can buy that. It's I'm, I value your opinion. I think it's more about at that point, it's about respect. You know, at the at any good foundation to a relationship, I think is respect. It also goes to the issue of I remember my grandparents where my grandfather was an accountant and he was in charge of the finances and my grandmother was a teacher and she didn't know where the bills were not because they didn't have a good relationship they were married for almost 50 years but he just was responsible for the finances and she didn't know where things were and so on and she needed help to do that i still think it goes back to respect it goes back to the fact that i think that your mind can handle this like you're an adult you're a smart person you are a smart individual i value your input your intuition i value i value you as a per- person i'm not saying like listen you know at, when i want to buy something i don't expect you to be like oh i love that fashion or i love that yeah like i don't expect your fashion taste i don't expect <laughs> us to have the same, same you know i think we have different fashion i, I don't think you have a fashion sense but <laughs> wow you know. fast communication right there but, ladies and gentlemen <laughs> but that being said I value your brain. I value who you are as a person. That's why I married you. I value, I value you. And I use the my the one story I remember when I just became a lawyer and it scared me about marriage was this young Jewish couple at a Jewish divorce, where I was there watching my partner uh, doing the Jewish divorce called a get, and I asked why are these people getting divorced and he said that the husband had had $100,000 in the bank that he she didn't know about until a year into the marriage that he hid from her. And that was one of the main reasons for the divorce. And we can argue whether that's a reason for a divorce, but we can't put ourselves in those shoes. There obviously were other reasons. But hiding fee- funds, hiding things and anything, whether it's money, diseases, or whatever, and those things will be discussed later on, those are things that should not be done. You should be an open book. You don't, if, and I have one more thing. I know you want to say something. Yeah, I'm gonna I have a friend, <laughs> I know that look. Is I have a friend of mine who, uh, he's very rich, very rich, but he does not tell people what he's worth when he's dating them because he doesn't want to date certain type of people. And I respect that. But I also think that once you get to a certain point in a relationship, you have to be open and honest about what you have. Because if they don't think that they can trust you, why do they want to be with you? So, uh, several points. Let's see if I remember all of <laughs> them. So, the first one that I, I wanted to bring in was that you were saying about 
you know, dating and finances. Um, I remember when we were dating and I was uh -oh. on our first date and I asked you, I'm like, how much debt did you have? Remember? You're like, oh, 150. It was not 150. Double that. I would argue it was, but we didn't include interest. But it was a difference. You just didn't know what you I had. Did, I like, did not know. Hiding, hiding funds is different than not knowing what you have. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's a big, you know, discrepancy that you need to know about. And the other thing is, is being an open book. Being an open book has its time and place. Like starting day one and being like, these are my bank accounts. These are like, it, it takes time. Like this was a year into it, with your story. This was a year into the marriage. Who's to say he, he didn't, you know, he didn't have that beforehand. It, like when I hear that story, what I hear about is he felt that they were dating for a year into their marriage. Because when you're dating somebody, you don't want them to know everything about you. You'll slowly let them know. But all of a sudden, for example, in the Jewish community, you know, you're Orthodox, sorry, in the Orthodox Jewish community, they date, what, three months? And then, ta-da, they're engaged. Like, mm -hmm. you have three months to get to know somebody, you know, in and out. And then now you have to know everything, being an open book, you know? And to me, that that's hard. That's hard for somebody to, day one, be like, this is me and 100% and and I understand, you know, me and you, we're, we're different than most people. We're, <laughs> we're so open, so honest. Like, we're just an open book starting. Uh, sometimes a little too honest, I will say. But exactly. You're a little too honest. So like it. it I am. Yeah. But it, comes, <laughs> but it comes like, but it's like you have to have a time and a place for everything. I think that. Pause. I can't. I think that children make podcasts almost impossible to do, but at the end of the day, there is a middle ground with honesty and communication, and that people need to figure out where they are. I also think you shouldn't get married until you think you trust that person to some degree, and if you feel that you cannot trust somebody with knowledge of money... That might be a very large flag in order to get married to that person. And now that she's back. <laughs> Sorry. Children. Being a mom of three. So hard. But as <laughs> I said. So you. I did my job. I'm done. I retired. Um... <laughs> But as I said, at the end of the day, there needs to be open communication about finances. It should never be a point that the other side does not know what the other person does for a living, doesn't know where their bank accounts are, doesn't know what their income is. There yeah. should be a... Because you can't do... For example... Okay, one you of talked for enough. I'm putting you on hold for a second. <laughs> wow. I'm, I'm going to go back to my part about respect. I, the thing is, when you have one person who says... I feel that my intellect is better than yours and I can do this better than you. He might be right. He might be, you know, he's been doing finances for a long time and he knows that. But first of all, besides for the fact that, God forbid, in case one party dies, the other party needs to know how to handle finances and how to do everything. Besides for that part, again, it goes back to respect. It goes back to, yes, I might do this very well, but I still think that your intellect, your brain capacity can handle just as well as I can. And it's also a growing experience that if somebody has a strength, because that's what's going to be in every marriage. 
My wife, for example, she has a strength of taking care of children and spending time with them. I have a strength of going to work and staying away from my children. So we all have our strengths and weaknesses. But if someone's strength, that she said, especially you just said, is that your strength, my strength is doing a budget or your strength is cooking. We can teach each other things and work together to grow ourselves together. And that's part of the adventure of marriage is that we are able to use our strengths together and grow together. Yeah, that I agree with. I agree with that is really yeah. a marriage because like you're, someone's going to be someone's going to be better at something than the other. Like, you know, he might be good at finances. She might be good at cooking, you know, and it's not that she should only be cooking and he should only be doing finances. It's that she should teach him how to cook something. You know, before I met Mendy, he didn't even know how to cook chicken. And like, you know, now he can cook chicken and Barely. <laughs> get filled to fish. But like, yeah, I'm good at that. But it's it it's the idea that you your spouse takes over things with you, and I think I agree with that phrase that you know life is a journey and marriage is a journey. So you're on this journey together. You're doing everything. You, you do things together as a unit, and even though you're not like attached at the hip to him or her, or whatever, even though you're not attached at the hip to your partner, you're still. You're still doing things that your partner is good at and you're going to do it with them because you're with them. Not because, yes, yes, they each get their time apart and they do their own thing separately. But when it comes to um, certain things, you have to do them together whether you like it or not, whether it's your thing or not, whether you like paying bills. Guess what? No adult likes paying bills. But you know what? It's a fact of life and you have to just learn to do it. You know, maybe you're not, maybe you don't like cooking, fine, but you have to learn how to do it because it's a survival skill. Because let's say your spouse has to go out for an emergency, or let's say they work at night, and you have the kids at night, or they and they get child. hungry, and they get hungry. You have to make them food. You have to be prepared to take care of them. They're this, or something, if, this, if you have a child, and the child's in the hospital, and the mother's in the hospital of the week, and bills are coming in. They have to be, and things have to be taken care of. Hospital bills, whatever it is. You need to be able to be, be prepared to know where things are. Here's a debit card. Here's the bank account information. You just, things, life happens. And whether you like it or not, bad things happen to good people. And bad, good things happen to bad people. It just, at the end of the day. You both need to know where things are. You both need to be able to to run the household by yourself. Yes, it's great running the household together. It's great, you know, that's the beauty of marriage is that you're a team, you have someone else to rely on. But you have to both be able to do it on your own as well because you don't know what life is going to to throw at you. And like my mother always said, like, you know, you wanna be an independent woman. You wanna be able to have your own money to, God forbid, you know, you can't, yes, your husband has a good job, great. But you should also have a good job because you don't know if your husband's job is going to be the forever or god forbid if your husband's going to be the forever and it's vice versa you have to you have to love it that you're together but be prepared to be separate and again but it's not to say that you that being a stay-at-home mother is not an option either the fact that there are many great women who stayed home because to be with the children however i do agree with the fact that a woman or a man because they both stay home sometimes should have a backup in case god forbid something happens to their partner in order to uh, be able to get there, which is another thing that life insurance is a huge thing that needs to be done. Yeah. We we follow the Dave Ramsey idea that we only do term life insurance because 
why not? otherwise i don't we yeah we won't get no, into that the, issue. that's a different issue that's because you hopefully after a while you'll have enough money to be self-insured again but, but we won't get into that issue today but at the end of the day if you guys speak to each other and you have the right financial security and the right communication your marriage will will hopefully survive no you'll have a better chance but i think i think uh back to your the point of i love that line by the way i think you should quote it um like which one that live like you're together as a team but be prepared to be separate like be prepared that you should be able to be able to handle the household by yourself mm-hmm. and not drown if you're you know uh if god forbid the marriage doesn't work out you could go on my husband's website what's your website familyattorneyny.com anyway like i said that is a lawyer advertisement <laughs> <laughs> and as i said I hope everyone who listens to this is never in need of my services and that they all have a happy marriage and that divorce ends because honestly, divorce is a horrible thing for everybody. I'm but... so pro-divorce. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm so <laughs> pro-divorce because I feel like people go through a, a journey and sometimes, you know, you guys are an eye to eye and it works out great. And then, you know, because you people are married like 20, 25 years and then after a while they're like, yeah, no, I feel like the journey with this person ended. Like, we grew apart. So that's why I always say grow together because people grow apart, and that happens. And if that happens, then no one should just stay together for no reason. Let's stay together for the children. I or the hate mortgage. that answer. Or the I hate mortgage. That so much. Like, no, you should get divorced for the children. <laughs> but do it in a peaceful way and no fighting. I read. Shakira, uh, Shakira. When you talk like that. Oh, my God. No fighting. <laughs> oh lord almighty this is what he married this is uh, Shakira did not give permission to use her song in this so we will uh, pretend it didn't happen she might sit with one day we'll find out and maybe she'll call us but at the end of the day I hope everyone has a great day and that this thing this podcast helps you in some way and if it does please share it uh, and we appreciate any feedback that you have Have a great day. Anything else you want to say? No, that's it. Enjoy.